If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is the founder of the Lucis Trust, and Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. Love is the wielding of the force which guides the worlds and which leads to the integration, unity, and inclusiveness which impels deity itself to action. The books of Alice Bailey speak of, quote, the love that underlies the happenings of the time. How can, we be, how can we be sure that love really does underlie the, ha- underlie the happenings of the time? Do you, do you have any evidence for that? Well, yes and no. Um, it's, it is a puzzling phrase when you first hear it, the love that underlies the happenings of the time, because it, we're so inundated by the media telling us what's going on in the world, and that's good. And uh, we know so much now that a uh, hundred years ago people weren't aware of we're we're aware of all the disasters all the latest scandals all the sort of manufactured uh, gossipy kinds of problems that happen to personalities but also the big issues the wars and conflicts and so on the poverty darfur uh, the tragedy in myanmar and uh, the earthquake in china and Knowing all this, hearing about it incessantly, you might find yourself wondering, well, where is the love that underlies the happenings of the time if there are so many people suffering on such a scale? 
But the ageless wisdom says that love is not only uh, a pleasant quality, it's a basic conditioning energy that drives the worlds. And um, it's a power. Religion, I think, has always understood this because it said that God himself is love. But that doesn't necessarily mean the same thing as uh, the warm and fuzzy feeling we get when we look at a pussycat. Love is an energy, it's a power, and it works out sometimes through conflict, through um, struggle, through uh, the production of cleavages. And I think what we want to do in this program today is to highlight some of the ways that love works through what initially we might call difficulty and uh, even suffering, but it accomplishes its ends through through conflict, through uh, struggle, through choice and uh, giving up. Yes, it's probably because of so much of the struggle and the conflict that we see in the world today and that we've experienced, especially in the past hundred years, that um, it's really um, kind of turned off by conflict. And we were looking for different ways, new ways of of approaching these same old problems which come down to right relationship really and where right relationships have been built by the energy of goodwill which is the lower expression of love then we do see a lot of change, positive change coming about in very um, positive ways and a lot of uh, growth in harmony in the world. But I'd like to put in a word for conflict. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the um, part of one of the seven rays that we've discussed on this program. The seven um, manifestations of divinity are the seven rays and the fourth ray is the ray of harmony through conflict. And it's a basic principle of uh, of the universe, the principle of conflict, that does something very necessary. It's you could sort of say it's the the vacuum cleaner or the cow catcher of uh, God's plan because it clears away the obstructions on the outer level of form on the material level. Conflict is is. Um, an experience or a, uh, a clashing of forces that demands choice and discrimination. And this is what makes it a spiritual principle. Because Alice Bailey said the principle of conflict in every atom of substance is that which produces, first of all, conflict, then renunciation, and finally, emancipation. So it's the the prime factor that galvanizes evolution on every level from the minutest particle of matter to a human being to a master of the wisdom why that so is is a mystery but we have some clues well i i think the the um, maybe part of the problem is our definition of love uh you know, we tend to look at love as, as a very personal thing and define it in those terms, but really the love that underlies the happenings of the time has to do with the great divine love of God, and that is a completely different kind of power uh, all 
altogether. It is a, uh, <clears throat> it's not that warm and fuzzy love that uh, you were just mentioning. Uh, it has to do with um, the love that is far-seeing wisdom and a love that uh, underlies, that is guarding and stimulating and protective, as it says in one of the Bailey writings. It's a positive, protective, protective kind of love or energy. And uh, so this is sort of a different approach to the whole idea of love that um, I've, I've seen it in uh, near-death experiences, for example, people who have had near-death experiences, one of the first things they mention, all of them seem to mention that, is that the minute they're outside the body, they feel this presence of love. It's a great protective kind of love that they're, it's a kind of an atmosphere and they feel uh, very protected there, even though they are not in that familiar body. Uh, they're out somewhere outside of it, but there is that protective field of love, and that is that great divine energy of the soul that is um, always present. Maybe the very mm -hmm. fact that they are uh, momentarily released mm -hmm. from their physical body is what makes them able to experience that sense of the guarding power of love. Isn't it um, probably true that the separation that um, is induced by our inhabiting a physical body separate from all other physical bodies probably fosters barriers in our consciousness that lead us to think we are separated, isolated mm. islands, uh, remote from all other human islands. Mm. And this is the essential problem, that we think we are all living separately and have separate existences, almost separate universes. And we probably can all think of people who do live their lives as if they are a universe under themselves. And they suffer deeply. Even as they are difficult to live with and be with, they suffer. Right, and it's because, initially it's because we are all in, in, in uh, habiting these physical bodies which are, do separate us from uh, other people. And, and it's uh, uh, inevitable that uh, we think that way at first. But it's really uh, getting back to the... To the uh, roots of the soul and back to the soul, the inner self and that's where you'll rediscover so to speak the great divine love that is uh, right there on the inner planes Yes, I think we, we shut it off uh, we wall ourselves off from it by the force of our ego and our um, independent identities or what we think are independent identities for a very long time on the evolutionary path each human being develops a stronger and stronger sense of himself as a separated self, as a unique identity. And this has its necessary uh, part in the evolution of the soul. The consciousness of being a self uh, naturally passes through the stage of being uh, under the illusion that we are separate from all other selves but it also creates the walls that uh, shut us off from our fellow human beings and from the divinity, the divine life in which we are all particles or 
or atoms, you could say. So the love that underlies the happenings of the time is more apparent when we gain freedom from our separated, selfish egos. And sometimes uh, a trauma or a, uh, a crisis like an out-of-the-body experience will do it. Yes, there is a, um, a mantram that uh, we use at the Lucis Trust. That's um, <clears throat> It's a very beautiful mantram. It's called the Mantram of Unification. And it's in this mantram that uh, the uh, line comes from that we use in the opening thought today, the love that underlies the happenings of the time. And uh, do we want to read that, the whole mantram? Why don't we read that? And Maybe we should say initially the first line refers to men. This is always a problem with people who are very conscious of gender in language today. The Ageless Wisdom uses the word men and man in the sense of its Sanskrit word root, which is manas, meaning one who thinks, and that includes people of both genders, male and female. Uh, we are all capable of thinking, so the opening line refers to men, but it means the, the thinking entity, which is a human being. And it begins, the sons of men are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form, and life, and all events, and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come, and insight let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all men love. And that is the called the Mantram of Unification. And uh, we're going to offer that for anyone who wants a copy of that. So, Robert, why don't you uh, sure. tell us how uh, to get well, it? For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight and our topic for today, The Love That Underlies the Happenings of the Time. And what Dale and Sarah are referring to is a uh, free offer from Inner Sight, and uh, the free offer is the Mantram of Unification. It's printed on a 3x5-inch card uh, together with a leaflet with more information on, on the plant. So if you'd uh, if you'd like that, uh, if you'd like the mantra of unification, it's. Uh, uh, I, I think also what I've done is I read it over and over again, and, and uh, what I've found astounding is that the more you read it, uh, the more deeply it gets into your uh, subconscious, and it becomes more meaningful with each reading. Uh, that's what I found, and let's see if you find the same thing. And when I say it's a free offer, I mean absolutely for free. There are no strings attached. There's no shipping charge. All you really need to do is. Uh, call us up and ask for uh, uh, ask for the uh, card. It's called the card. Is once again, it's a three by five inch card. The entire mantra of unification is what uh, Dale and Sarah has have just read to you over the air. Once again, ask for the mantra of unification, and we'll be happy to send it out to you, absolutely free of charge. Give us a call at our toll free number one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. That's, once again, it's one eight six 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 nine five eight two four seven. The easy way to remember it is one eight six six 
NYLUCIS. So it's 1-866. Think of New York LUCIS. LUCIS is L-U-C-I-S. And I dislike having to make this request over and over again. These are uh, very bad economic times. And uh, because of how many of you have risen to our need, and you've kept us on the air longer than we thought we'd be, but we're certainly not out of the woods yet. We have a big problem with... Uh, paying for these shows, and in the past we've had lesser of a problem because I think you guys were doing a lot better and uh, had, you had less of a problem with money and you were able to give more, and we certainly understand if anyone out there has uh, a difficulty in giving and donating to this show. But that's the only way we're going to stay on the air, so if you continue donating, uh, maybe we can get enough together to, get to, uh, to contract for a good uh, solid year instead of what we're doing week by week right now. So if you do uh, enjoy these shows uh, as we enjoy doing them for you, uh, please send your tax-deductible donations to Lucis Trust. Once again, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Trust. Donations can be sent to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Zero 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 five. Uh, regardless of what happens, we certainly appreciate uh, the support you've given us. Uh, I think we've learned a lot spiritually from you because we've had so many nice letters sent into us and uh, uh, people who add to what we've done on the air, what Sarah and Dale have done actually on the air. So we've thoro- thoroughly enjoyed our interaction with you. So if you can donate, if you don't, well, we certainly understand. Our, our dream would be to. Uh, to find uh, someone who would be a um, an underwriter, uh, maybe some big corporation. It would certainly be a great tax write-off. And and for uh, as long as this show would remain on the air, we'd certainly mention the name of the underwriter, and uh, and we would uh, certainly be uh, uh, very thankful, very appreciative of such a, an occurrence should it occur. That would be an underwriter to underwrite the whole show. If you know of such a person, or if there's somebody out there who might consider doing it, we'd certainly appreciate hearing from you and this way we won't have to won't have to ask for donations every week it takes time away from our talents Sarah and Dale so one one more thing for all of you is that all of our InterSight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org on the home page you'll find a link to today's program which will be available for hearing in a day or two last week's program is already available and many of our past programs can also be heard www.lucistrust.org. I was looking at the opening quotation today, and one word here in the quotation uh, taken from the works of Alice Bailey that might have gotten past people is uh, the following. In the beginning of the uh, quotation, well, I'll say the whole quotation again in case people out there might have missed it. Love is the wielding of the force which guides the worlds and which leads to the integration, unity, and inclusiveness which impels deity itself into action. Now, we have plural, the word worlds. Is that a misprint, or uh, does Alice Belly mean uh, love is the force that guides the worlds, plural? Well, I think it's not a misprint. In this case, I would interpret it as referring to the different planes of uh, existence. It's said in the Ageless Wisdom that there are seven planes or seven planes on the cosmic level and then within each of those planes there's seven subplanes and the world as we know it the universe as we human beings know it 
is only probably three subplanes of the lowest of the seven cosmic planes. So that should give us humility if nothing else does. <laughs> it's making me feel humble right now. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of the spiritual evolution that leads to becoming a master is uh, the effort to to open up consciousness to become aware of a fourth and fifth subplane of the seventh plane, speaking in a cosmic sense. Most uh, human beings, according to the Ages Wisdom, are functioning on the physical and the uh, emotional subplanes. Some are awakening to the mental plane. Even within that mental sub subplane, there are seven more subplanes that span uh, from the most concrete-minded uh, aspects of uh, intelligence to the more abstract and sublime, you could mm -hmm. say, uh, aspects of the mental plane. Um, so when she says world, she's referring to this diverse and um, panoramic mm -hmm. uh, span of consciousness. I see. I'd like to come back to one of mm -hmm. my favorite topics, which is conflict. Oh, well, being so familiar <laughs> with it. Conflict control, from what I've learned so far in the past shows, conflict can be a cause or a stimulation of spiritual involvement. Absolutely. And um, humanity itself is governed by the fourth ray of harmony through conflict, we're told. So all of us are very familiar with it. And to me, an understanding of the role of conflict in spiritual evolution is one major. Um, revealer of the underlying love with which and for which the worlds were created. Alice Bailey points out that conflict is a spiritual gift, you could say, because it forces the development of the capacity for discrimination. And she says that this capacity to discriminate is present even within the smallest atom of substance I had to read that sentence three times to even get a glimmer of what she could I wish you'd say it more three more times because <laughs> I'm trying to assimilate this. <laughs> she says that um, discrimination is a capacity that exists within even the smallest, most insignificant atom of substance, the capacity to discriminate, mm. to tell this from that, to distinguish, mm. to discern difference. Desirable from undesirable? I, okay. Yes. A, if you want to use emotional terms, if you think of a little amoeba or some little jellyfish or some little uh, very simple-celled organism, they react in a physical way when prodded and poked and when conditions become unfavorable. I suppose, hmm. though, that that's an example of, yeah. of even a very simple organism being able to discriminate something pleasurable yeah. from something not pleasurable. Well, it's amazing. So you're saying, saying even a one-celled animal recoils from ego threats. That's what uh, Alice Bailey says. Yeah. And that capacity to discriminate, she says, reaches its fullest expression in the advanced human being. When the mind is really awakened and razor-sharp, we could say, uh, we can think of intellectuals with very well-developed minds who are exceedingly uh, intelligent but also sometimes deeply separative in their capacity to judge and uh, 
uh, discriminate and sometimes condemn uh, mm -hmm. and um, um, use use the mind like a like a razor blade. But even beyond that, that same capacity is deeply good because it propels the human being on toward that which is finer and better, <coughs> and it fosters the the willingness to renounce. She says. The ability to to renounce is what eventually leads to becoming a master of the wisdom, mm -hmm. to give up the lesser for the greater. All of this springs out of the principle of conflict, which is uh, a tool, we could say, of divine love, a spur. Yes, and behind all of that, that um, conflict is the which is this great energy of love wisdom that's called the second ray of love wisdom this is also a conditioning ray for the human race because it, it, it conditions everything on the planet it is the major major ray of the entire planet so that's why God is in this great cycle in which this planet is developing this is why God is a God of love because it's he is working through this and under the influence of the second ray of love wisdom, which affects the entire solar system, in fact, uh, according to what the uh, writings of Alice Bailey say. So it is a universal quality that um, conditions everything within that is being created in the world. And... Uh, the uh, discriminative abilities of the units of human human units of consciousness here the are uh, <clears throat> have to learn to use that discrimination in a loving way and uh, until it does that's um, there will be the conflict and that's part of the uh, responsibility of the mind the human mind to uh, work around that to work through it there's a, um, an interesting statement in the writings of Alice Bailey related to the power of goodwill, which is an expression of love, uh, to reveal cleavages. And that might also take us by surprise. Goodwill reveals cleavages. But again, the revelation of the cleavage is necessary before the difference can be resolved, integrated. And I think we see this working out in the world now. We're more aware of cleavages and more bothered by them than perhaps 100 years ago or 200 years ago. Look at how much energy is focused on the Middle East and the conflict there and how mm -hmm. much effort yeah. is going into finding some way to bridge those differences. That, to me, is, is a prime example of something underway that is propelled by the divine power of love and it's working out in painful sometimes bloody ways but it will be human intelligence and the human will to good that will figure out a way to bridge the differences it can't be done for us no and this is where the energy of, of goodwill comes into play because this is the uh, energy that uh, that human beings can understand this is about the, the uh, the most that the human beings can understand is in terms of love is the energy of goodwill and the expressing of goodwill, using goodwill to build 
those relationships that are much needed in the Middle East. Please take advantage of uh, a free offer from Inner Sight. And the free offer um, is about what we spoke earlier about, and that was the, the mantra of unification. The mantra of unification is printed on a 3 by 5 inch card together with a leaflet with more information on the plan. Well, what I might say is if you're going to order this card, if you can't remember the entire phrase, just say the card on unification. Uh, that'll get that'll get through to us. So give us a call on our toll-free number if you want that card, the mantra of unification, 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it, 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. It's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.